Remember, a man is not allowed to marry two sisters. He can't, he, that's, that's irrelevant whether it's through regular marriage or through Yibum. And also, he can't have a, 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 a Yibum potential to two sisters at the same time. That's also problematic. That's like a, a quasi-marriage. Okay. You have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, who are married to two sisters. Both brothers die. Both, both brothers die. We don't know who died first. So the, the, there's a third brother, let's say, Levi. Now he has two widows. Uh, uh, with us? Peg Zion. Peg Zion. Yeah. So, so Reuven, Reuven's, married to, Reuven's married to Rachel, and Shimon's married to Leah. Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Rachel and Leah are sisters. Now, Reuven and Shimon both die, so you have two widows who are sisters, who now need Yibam or Chalitza, from a third brother named Levi, let's say. So since Levi can do even to both Rachel and Leah, because you can't marry two sisters, but attention, but the zikra goes on both of them. So theoretically, he can marry either or. Therefore, because he can't do even on both, therefore they both do chalitza, not yibum. Um, so again, the point is, is that is that you can't really have a, have a, a complete yibum for, for both at the same time. Therefore, he he, he doesn't he's not yibum either. And they require a chalitza, we don't let them do yibum. Because it's similar to being married to two sisters when you have the, the simultaneous obligation of yibum to both. Even if one of them was seemingly irrelevant because he wasn't allowed to marry her because there was an Isra lav or or Isra Asay or Isra Medarabanon, still there's a requirement of chalitza, although they can't do yibum. Because since theoretically, if you would marry her, the marriage is binding, therefore there's not, there, is some, so there is a zika, there's a connection. If one of them was an erva on him, so for example, Ruvain's married to Rachel, one sister. Shimon's married to Leah, another sister. And Levi's married to Leah's daughter, to his niece. The other sister, so the, uh, the, the, the so he can't do Yibam, obviously, with Shimon's, Shimon's widow, because that's his own wife's mother. He can't marry your wife's mother. But the other widow... Who has who is his wife's aunt? So that he that's okay. He can do chlitz or yibum. Sorry, the point is not that she's an aunt. The point is that since one of the wives has no shaykhs to him because she's an erva, the other widow, she she could marry him because the the the, the um the fact that her the fact that that um, that one of them was forbidden as an erva, as an isakara, so the surviving brother, means that the other one uh, is not impacted by that relationship at all. So, so, um, so again, so the case here was you have, you have, you have, you have, uh, you, have you have, uh, you have three brothers, two married to two sisters, and they both die. So if one of the, theoretically, the, theoretically, the, the third brother, could marry either of the two. He can't marry both. He can't marry two sisters. He, he can marry either widow. You, you think in theory. So we said no. He can't do yibum because because you can't he, he can't marry both. He can't do either. Does chalitza not yibum? If one of them was not an option in the first place, even theoretically they couldn't do yibum because it's isur karis on him. Then it's not like he has a shaykhus to both, and we don't let him have because he can't do yibum to both. He can't do either. It's not true. He could do yibum to one because the other one is not an option. There's no no marriage possibility. It's an erva. Base. If one of the widows was also on the surviving brother, 
because of an erva. Let's say she was the uh, the daughter-in-law, or no, sorry, the, um, the, the 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 daughter of his wife. And the other one is also on the other uh, one because of an error for the same reason. So the same, same reason. Each brother can add the other one. Because the connection is only on, on the one who he he's permitted, not the other one. If he wants to do chalitza or yibum to the one he's permitted, he's allowed to. So, for example, if you have you have you have um, you have Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, okay, four brothers. Um, Reuven's married to one woman, and Rachel, um, I just want. I got the very names of you. Like, 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 like um, uh, let's let's say like this. Let's say you have you have you have you have. Or you just need two women. No, that was the point over here. Is that is that is that? Let's say you have four brothers, right? Two of the brothers are married to two sisters. The other two brothers are married to two random people. So two of the brothers and 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 two of the and two of the two of the sister in laws are also sisters. The other two brothers are married to whoever. Now the two brothers who are married to those two sisters. Both die. So, um, I'm sorry for care. The two brothers who are married to, who are married to the random women, both die. So now the surviving brothers are somehow. Oh, that's no, sorry, sorry, sorry. One brother, no, one brother. So sorry. The surviving women are usher on e- on either of the surviving brothers. In some way. That's why, that's why my example is not a good example. That's my example is not a good example. So over here, let's say, let's say Reuven and Shimon both die, and their wives who are waiting for Yibum, the, so the surviving widows, one is a sister to one surviving brother. The, sorry, one is a sister to one, to one surviving brother's wife. The other one is a sister to the other surviving brother's wife. So each one can do Yibum with their wife's sister, obviously. They could do Yibum with the other one, though. That's not a problem. Because that other one has no shaykhs to their wife, no relationship even. They're so it's fine. sister in law. Right, that's not a problem. That's, that's yeah. a, so it's Yibum, right, exactly. So, the, so they, they weren't married to the same man. So the fact that, so the fact that they, they, they were potentially at one point, you know, uh, 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 theoretically, if the death would have happened differently, there would have been a problem, but it didn't happen that way, so it was not a problem. Gimel. If one of the brothers dies, and now his wife requires Yibum, the other one, the other brother dies, and his wife also needs Yibum. And now, the, the, so the two widows are our sisters. But they're both alive. They both acquire chalitza, not Yibum, as we said, because you can't do, because you can't do Yibum to, to both of them. So then, so then you can't do Yibum to either of them. Therefore, they got both get chalitza. Uh, um, they both acquire, interestingly enough, they both acquire chalitza. Yeah, they both acquire chalitza because they are, because they are from two different, uh, two different widows. Dalit. What if the sister who, who got widowed second, who could be, because remember, the first brother who dies, his wife needs yibum. Okay, we're trying to figure out what should yibum chalitza. While that happens, now the other brother dies. Now we have two widows from, the two, from two brothers. Now we have a problem. If the second brother wouldn't have passed away, the first, the first widow could have, could have had Yibum done, with her, done to her by one of the brothers. Now the second brother passed away, the one who was married to the other sister's husband, that creates a problem with the first sister, now because they, they both can't have Yibum. But what if the, the, what if the new widow 
who created this problem dies. The first widow, who at the moment of her becoming a widow was fine, was a, was a, was a candidate for Yibum. Hold on, what's the problem again? If, if, uh, if there are two Ruben, of them, are, what's the problem? Why can't they do Yibum on Chalitza? No, so she, when, when Shimon dies, and his wife Rachel needs Yibum, yeah. but, then she, but, then, but then Ruven dies, and his widow, Leah, is Rachel's sister, now you have two sisters, you can't marry two sisters. So the surviving brother... None of the surviving brothers can do even with both of them. So you can do, why can't you do with one of them? Because, because once you have a shaykhist to both, and they're both sisters, you can't, and, you're, and you're not allowed to marry both, because the concept of marrying your wife, marrying your wife's sister, the Chum said that, 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 that it's, it's, uh, it resembles a case where you're, you're married to both, and therefore you can't marry either of them. Right. They both acquire chalitza. Okay. So over here, the second widow who created this problem by causing her her first widowed sister, widowed sister to become to become to become uh, a, a problematic, if she dies, this widow dies as well after her husband. This was a car accident, right? He died when he, she dies the next day. The first one who was widowed, waiting for you, goes back to go back to her original state as if these people had never existed. No, but what if the first one dies? The second one, who when she became widowed immediately was a problem because she and her sister are simultaneously trying to wait for one of the for you from the same household. She retains that status. And she only has the option of chlitza, not the option of yibum. The moment she became a widow, she was not, she was not a, yibum, a, a yibum option. The first widow was a yibum option initially. She became not an option when her sister became a widow. But now, so, so therefore when the sister dies, she goes back to her original status of yibum being an option. The second widow never retains that, regains that status. What if one of the brothers went and incorrectly did chalitza? With the second widow, the second the woman, the second sister-in-law to lose her husband, so and the first one becomes permitted to the other brothers. He's not supposed to do that. But if he does do chalitza, whatever it was that bound her to the brothers potentially removed her. And now the fact that remember the idea of these have these two sisters at once who are quasi married to the other surviving brother, that's no longer the case because she got chalitza. So whatever status, it's almost as if she died basically when chalitza with her. Just like if she died, the first one goes back to her original status. If she gets chalitza, she goes back to her original status. Although we don't let chalitza do the chalitza for various reasons. Hey. It's just, by the way, it's not, uh, it's just, I'm, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll show you how this is. It was open when I opened it and it just keeps saying with this thing, so. Try again? Did I ever shut it down? Should it wasn't shut down properly, I'm not sure. It could be, okay. similarly. What if, again, what if you have three brothers? And then uh, the two, 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 two of the uh, same case, same case over here. You have the two brothers, and they uh, they both died, and the first widow was who was the, the who these two widows who are waiting for yibum potentially from one of the brothers. The first one was never an option to one of the brothers. She was never a candidate in the first place. Let's just for, let's say, for example, she was um, she was the mother of one of one of the, of one of the brothers' wives. But the other one who's permitted, the, this brother goes and does even with her. So in this case, um, um, sorry, so again, the, the, the first one was in Erev on one of the brothers. The first, the, first, the first widow, she was forbidden by one of the brothers by Isakaris. Are, are they sisters over here or not? The two widows? Yeah. Yes, they are. They are, they are 
sisters. But the third brother can marry. Uh, 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 the third brother, theoretically, uh, the third brother over here cannot cannot be even with one of them because one of them is an heir on him, on Levi. Let's say the surviving brother. Let's say, for example, Ruvain married one sister, Shimon married the other sister, and Levi married the, both of their mothers, or let's say, let's say a daughter of one of them. I'm sorry, a daughter of one of them. So now. If the if if one of them is the mother of his wife, he can't be with. He can't marry a mother and a daughter. It's not allowed. She's an erva. Okay. So But to the other one, who's not his his wife's mother, it's his wife's mother's sister, his wife's aunt. That is okay. Let's, I think so. Let's say, let's take that as an example. So uh, I'll show you first purposes. And she he goes he's, and he and he's yibum with her. And the other one, who he has no shaykes to, she can marry a different one of the brothers. Because again, the one who came widowed, widowed second, who created this problem, she had yibum this to someone who she, she could yibum. Just like if she got if she passed away or if she got chalitza, then she could then the other other wife could, could marry one of the other brothers. She could she could she could yibum with a different brother. So so too if she got yibum from, from from one of the brothers that she couldn't uh, potentially get yibum from because the other wife isn't an option. So this whole problem of having two at once is not an option. It's not two at once for him because one of them is not an option. One of them is one of them is his wife's wife's mother. It's his own mother in law, right? So he's not an option. And therefore, um, um, it uh, she can marry whichever brother she pleases. If the one who became widowed second was the one who was not allowed to marry the other brother because of an erva. So she's his wife's mother, for example. He could do yibum to the first one. But the other brothers are forbidden to both of them. So she, he could do yibum to the first one because at the moment she passed away, she was permitted to him. When the second one passed away, she doesn't create any problems for him because she doesn't she doesn't doesn't challenge the status of the one waiting for Yibum as as two people like having at once because it's his mother in law so it doesn't doesn't come to the picture and therefore he could do Yibum with the first one but the other brothers can't do Yibum with either of them as we said in halacha aleph because again you can't do oh, sorry as we said in halacha dalin. Because again, you can't do it because the other brothers do have a shaykhaz. The other brothers do have two people who you can't marry. Both of them are both waiting for Yibum. If one of them does marry one of them, even though theoretically you would think that, you know, without, without, without asking a Bezdin, even though theoretically, potentially, he can marry one as long as he marry the other, but because they both have a connection to, this, to these, each one of these brothers in theory, would be forbidden to do yibum with both at the same time. We make them remove their whole status status of yibum altogether and only do chalitzah. Okay. Shloish Achim, you have three brothers. Shnayim Hem Nasluish, two of the brothers are married to his sisters. Say Reuven and Shimon are married to Rachel and Leah. And then Shimon, for example, who's married to one sister, dies. Now you have surviving Reuven and surviving Levi, and you have the widow Rachel. And Levi, who's not married at all, let's say, for example, he's married to somebody else, he doesn't do yibum with Rachel, the surviving widow, but he does mimer, right? And he, and he, he could do yibum, but he does, he does mimer first, the condition you're supposed to do before yibum, and then, while they're waiting for that to happen, then after that happens, Ruvain, who was, who, was, uh, who was married to the other sister, he dies as well. Now Levi, 
has to, is, is potentially now a candidate for to do Yibam with Rachel and Leah, both sisters of his two dead, his two, his two sister-in-laws, his dead brother's wives. So now, but here's the problem. They're both sisters. So on the one hand, they both, they both became widows one after the other. If he had done a complete Yibam with his wife's, with his sister-in-law Rachel, so she's his wife, the next day, or next week, when the other widow becomes, uh, become, uh, w- 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 the other sister-in-law becomes a widow, obviously he can't be even with her because she's a sister-in-law. So she doesn't need Yibum or Chalitza. She's whoever she wants. The problem is Levi didn't do Yibum. He just did a quasi Yibum. He did the first step, which is the Kedush and Maimur. So therefore, Hareza Nason get the Bailas HaMaimur V'chalitza. So on the one hand, to, 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 now Rachel, who got the Kedush of him, is waiting for Yibum. And Leah doesn't know what to do. So if he marries Rachel, he's marrying a sister of somebody who he potentially could do even with. Or, 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 or who, again, he can't do even with both. Theoretically, he could do with one or the other. Not both. So, but we said you can't, you can't have two connections at once. So now, one is a connection to him because he gave her Mimer. The other one is a connection to him because she's waiting for Yibo. So these are both two people who, who, who it's a clash. So he can't marry Rachel, he can't complete his marriage to Rachel by doing Yibum, because she's the sister of somebody who he's sort of married to by the shaykhs of Zikal Yibum. That's not allowed. He can't Yibum with, with the new widow because she's the sister of somebody he gave Kedushin to. And is also waiting to Yibum. So it's, so it's a clash. But in Atayra, the, the Kedushin doesn't really work. So the Mimer is just the in other words. So therefore, he's a nation get Labalas and Mimer the Chalitzla. He has to give a get to Rachel to undo the Mimer he did. Then he has to do chalitza for her to let her marry wherever she pleases. The chalitza he has to do chalitza with the other one. Oh, the, if you did chalitza, what's matter to somebody else? You say why chalitza to both? You're asking. Oh yeah. Because these since no no these are two different widows, two different households. The chalitza of one doesn't help the other. If Ruvain dies and he has ten wives, do chalitza with one. All ten can marry uh, if they want. These are two different widows, two different brothers. Each one needs his own chalitza. Uh-huh. But Rachel also needs a get to undo. Mimer. The Mimer. So neither of them can do Yibum because they're two sisters. The, 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 but the, um, and even though he started the process with Rachel, like giving her condition, that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not, that's not considered a complete marriage. Yeah? Okay, Zion. If Levi, who was Makadish, the first widow, Rachel, passes away, he had another wife. Now Ruvain, who's still alive. So again, let's remember, Ruvain is married to Leah. Shimon's married to Rachel. And Levi's not married at all. Shimon passes away. Rachel's a widow. Levi gives Rachel Kedushin, gives her Mimer, and he dies. Now Ruvain, the surviving brother, um, is married to Leah. And Rachel needs Yibam Rechalitza. He can't Yibam with her, obviously. She's his wife's sister. So... Um, but, she, but, but Levi, who passed away, who, the one who gave the Kedushin, who passed away second, he had other wives. He had another wife. And Ruvain now has, there's two widows. There's Shimon's widow and Levi's widow. Shimon's widow is his wife's sister, not an option. Levi's widow is Tama woman. That's, that's, that's an option. So, the one who got the Mimer from Levi, you know, it's Shimon's widow. The, the, the sister of Ruvain's wife is, doesn't require Yibum or Chalitza. She's his wife's sister. There's no obligation to do Yibum because it's, it's, it's a car to marry your wife's sister. Therefore, there's no obligation to, to do Chalitza. And Levi's wife gets Chalitza. We don't let her do Yibum. Why? She ain't her because we don't let her do um, Yibum because she was temporarily 
sort of, she was the, a co-wife of sorts to Ruvain's wife's sister. Because when Levi passed away after giving Rachel Kedushin, so now, when, when Levi gave Rachel Kedushin, she became a sort of a wife, right? The Darbonah. Now Levi passes away and he leaves a widow. He leaves a widow and a half. <laughs> One widow, a real widow, his wife. And, the, and, Shimon, and, 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 and Shimon's widow, who he gave Kedushin to. So he was sort of married to both. So because he was sort of married to both, this, his, uh, his, his own wife and the, and, and, and the widow, when, 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 when Levi dies and leaves behind both of these Almanes, one of them is a stranger to Ruvain, but one of them is his wife's sister. So therefore, he's not, he's not, he's not able to do Yibum to either of them, because one is his wife's sister, and one is a co-wife of his wife's sister. Since they, since they were both married to Levi, like married in quotations, because Mimer's only with the but they were both married with the to Levi, so now both, and one of them uh, is not an option to Ruvain because he's his wife's sister, so neither of them get Yibum. But with the the Chalitza required. The Mimer is not a complete Kenyan like Yibum to the extent that it, it's Patasar. If Levi had finished, completed his Yibum and he did Yibum with Rachel, so now Levi's fully married to his wife, let's call her a Sprinza, and he's fully married to Rachel. And then Levi dies, at that moment, Rachel and, and Sprinza both need Yibum from Ruvain, or Yibum from Ruvain, theoretically. The thing is, one of them is his wife's sister, so she's not an option. Because she's not an option and requires no Yibum or Chalitza, her, her co-wife, the other widow of Levi, also wouldn't need it, but that's not the case over here because Maimon is only the Rabbanon. Therefore, Chalitza is required. Ches. If one of the Yavamas is in the Kaddish's wife's, excuse me, the sister of his Yavama. So let's say again. So, so, um, let's, 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 say, let's say a simple case. I don't think you have to talk case of brothers over here, right? Your regular case. Ruvain and Shimon are brothers, right? Okay, Ruvain's married to Rachel, and he dies. Now, she, now Rachel needs Yibum Bechlitzer from Shimon. Shimon's not. Shimon's not, I need to think about. It. I need to think about it. What does he do? He goes and finds this widow's sister, and he marries her. Now he obviously can't marry the Yibum. He can't marry the sisters. One second. Okay. So he he he, he so he's He have a kedushin. What do we do? Let me tell him. Like, hunt and wait. Don't divorce her. But don't do this scene either. Till we see what happens. Wait to see what your brother does. The other brother, let's say Levi over here. What does he do over here? If he does Yibum with her. Right? So what, 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 we, have to, we have to see what happens. He has to do Yibum. If the other brother... Does chalitza with the surviving widow? Excuse me, with the, with the widow, with the sister of the one he was. He's he's, he's uh, engaged to. I say engaged because the condition is like an engagement, right? Or for that matter, what if the woman dies? He can marry his mukudeshes because she's not the sister of anybody. Shaykh to. Meisu echav kulam, kulam. What if his brother, what if his brothers all die, and now he has the, he's faced with doing yibum with his mukudeshes' sister. He has to divorce his Arusa, his Mukadashas, with a get. If he made Sarus, why? Because again, because since he was, just to, do, to, to, to give his, his, his Arusa a get, even with, even with the widow, that he can't do that, he's marrying his, he's marrying his uh, divorcee sister. He can't do that. And to do, and, um, to, um, uh, sorry, yeah, exactly, wife's sisters. So he can't do that. And to give chalitz to her, 
and then marry his Arusa, then he's marrying the sister of his his his, his chalutza, which is which resembles a divorcee. So it's the same problem. So you can't marry can't marry either of them. Either one, either either way, way he's marrying yeah, somebody who's, a, who's, who's who's either his di- sister of his divorcee, or a sister of his sort of divorcee. Chalutza is like sort of a divorcee. The meisah rosasa. If his what if his mukdashes dies, ben shemeisah kaidem misasi achin, ben shemeisah laach misachin. Whether she dies before or after, then in that case, um, because his mukdashes die, so then chaza yevamalat teda, the yevama goes to the original status. The moment the yevama became widowed. He had the option of Yibam He went made a problem by being Mekadesh, her sister. If her sister dies, problem is undone. Either way, because again, there's no problem of marrying your, divorce, your, 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 uh, your widow's sister. You can't marry a divorcee's sister. If the, widow, if the wife dies, you could marry the sister. Okay, Tess. Shloisha Achin, three brothers. Shnayim Hem, Mr. English, the Achis. Two of them are married to two sisters, right? Again, Ruven and Shimon, married Each one of them has another wife. So Ruven's married to Rachel and, uh, and some random woman. And Shimon's married to Leah, the sister, and some random woman. The Mesu and the Sunnis Achis, two brothers who are married to these two sisters and have other wives additionally to them as well, both die. Now these two sisters and their co-wives are both waiting for Yibum by the third brother, by the from Levi. So Im if he does chalitza to the to the uh, wives who are not related, niftar the other so so again, remember doing chalitza to one widow from one household makes all of them marry whoever they please. So when he does makes what? Makes the, they all they all are free to free to marry whoever they want. So when Levi's surviving brother gives chalitza to one of Ruvain's wives, let's say one who's not related to anybody, the other wife, who is the sister of one of the sister-in-laws, could also marry whoever she pleases. And then when he does chalitza with one of Shimon's wives, who's not related to anybody, the other wife, including the sister of the, of the other widow, can also marry whoever she wants. If he does chalitza with the, with the two sisters from each household, again, each brother's household, each brother's set of wives requires a chalitza, right? So he does, if he does with two sisters, they are not free to marry whoever they please until they get their own chalitza. Why not? Doing chalitza with two sisters, again, you can't marry both of them. So because you can't marry both of them, you can't even with both, the chalitza is, is, is lacking potency. And therefore, doesn't free the whole household like a real solid chalitza would. The chalitza inferior chalitza only frees the woman it was done with. It doesn't free her co- her co-wives or co-widows. And therefore, they the, the, the require their own independent chalitza. Yud yirali seems me says the Rambam, which means it's not explicit in the Gemara. It's the Rambam's interpretation of the Gemara or extrapolation. The same thing applies if you have two widows coming from one house, meaning one brother dies with two widows. Right, so Ruvain passes away. He has two wives. One of them is not related to anybody. Shimon can marry her. The other one, Shimon can't really marry her because she's in Israel say. Let's say, for example, Reuven's a Kain Godel. It's not a good example, though. Sorry, never mind. Um, uh, what would be the case? Let's say one of them is... Uh, Asay? Is it an Asay? Yeah. Um, isn't, isn't that a positive principle? 
Yeah, but sometimes you're not allowed to do something. It's a mitzvah to not. Say, oh, chesed, who or something? For example, the Kohen Gadol has is, is not allowed to marry a non-virgin. It's a mitzvah to say to marry only a virgin. A basula. If he marries a non-virgin, he's a transgressor. He's not say. Not a lisa say. So, um, uh, so whatever, whatever the reason is, one of the other sisters can't. He's not allowed to marry the surviving brother. Not as he of cards. Um, a, a, lesser, a lesser degree of, of Isser, right? A lav or an assay or a rabbanon. If he does chalitza with the one he's not allowed to marry, anyways, again, if he chooses to marry her, the marriage is binding, but it's not allowed. Her co wife is not allowed to marry her if she wants yet. She requires her own separate chalitza. Again, it's an inferior chalitza. A good chalitza means you give chalitza to a woman you could have done yibum to with no restrictions. A woman who, who there's a restriction on the yibum, then a chalitza with her is not. Again, not solid. Sorry, if he does chalitza with the co-wife who he has no problem marrying, the one who, who, who is forbidden to him regardless of that can marry whoever she, please, whoever she pleases, right? So, so yeah, let's say, let's say Ruvain, um, Ruvain passes away and now he, um, um, he has two, two wives, right? And Shimon, uh, so one of them Shimon could marry, the other one, Shimon can't marry. Let's say, for example, Shimon is. Oh yeah, okay. Reuven has two. Reuven has two wives. One he's been married for many years, and one he's been kaddish just yesterday. Then Reuven, who's a kohen gadol by the way, dies. So the one he's been kaddish, she can. She could. Uh, sorry, Reuven is regular kohen. I probably dies. Now Shimon, his brother, who survived, he's a kohen gadol. These two sisters, one of them he can marry, no problem. She's a widow. No, kohen gadol can marry a widow. Yes, he could. Good. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> no, doesn't work again because she's widowed. She's widowed from kedushin. Uh, yeah, sorry. No, never mind. Okay, but I'm trying to construct a case where, where the, basically the point is, you get the point, right? The point is, is that, that one bro- the, the brother who's surviving has no problem, there's no restriction, no restriction marrying one of the widows. The other one, there is some level of restriction. Not the of Karis. So the Chalitza with that one who he couldn't marry anyways because there's an Israel involved, is uh, that, that Chalitza is inferior. It doesn't, doesn't free the other wife. Okay, Yudalif. Three brothers. Reuven, Shimon, Levi. Two of them are married to two sisters. And someone's married to some random person. And then let's say one of the two married to his sister, for example, Shimon. Passes away. And Levi does Yibam with his sister-in-law, with the widow Rachel. Okay. Now Levi has two wives. His first wife and his new wife. Who was formerly married to his brother. And then afterwards... Ruvain, Ruvain's wife dies. The other sister, the other sister dies. So now only one surviving sister. And afterwards, afterwards the third wife, sorry, the third brother passed away. Right, the, the brother who originally did Yibum, he died. And he lives two, these over two widows now. His original wife and the wife who he did Yibim with. So now Ruvain is, fa- is looking to do, to look, do Yichlis or Yibim with um, either an unrelated woman or his wife's sister. So they're both now... Uh, uh, no, that was wrong. Sorry, one second. Yeah, what's next with Yilfin HaSheni? She'en la'yishu, it says, Biru HaRe'elu. <clears throat> so 
Here's in parentheses. Okay, let's skip it then if it's in parentheses. So, both of them are patoch and machlitsa. Why? Again, because when, when Ruvain is looking at the, 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 these two widows, one of them is his wife's sister. She's not a candidate for machlitsa because you can't marry your wife's sister, right? It's against the Torah. It's a chi of curse. Therefore, the other widow, Levi's original wife, is also not an option machlitsa. Oh, he says, One of them he can't do because he been with because she was his wife's sister at the time the first one died. She always becomes once she becomes forbidden as a, as the wife as a wife's brother. No, sorry, one second, I got this all wrong. Okay, you know what? I think we should start talking about again after Marv. How does that sound? Marv is now. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Okay, so let's talk about Aleph again from the top. Oh, we're middle of Perik Zion. Perik Zayin of Yim Chalitza Halacha Aleph Yud Aleph. I'm sorry, page four thirty-seven. Okay, let's try this one more time. Halacha Yud Aleph. Shloish Yachad three brothers: Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Shloim Hemasunish Day Achies. Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters. Let's say Rachel and Levi are sisters. Shloish and Nachos and Levi is married to Stama woman. If one of the people married to one of the two sisters, one of the two brothers, say Shimon passes away. Now Rachel, the wife of. Excuse me, Rachel, the widow of Shimon, the wife of the, the sister of Leah, is waiting for Yibum. And Levi, who's married to a random woman, he does Yibum with, with Rachel, which is perfectly fine. Reuven obviously can't do Yibum, it's his wife's sister. So Levi does it. Okay. Then afterwards, Reuven's wife, Leah, the, other, the, the, the surviving sister, the, the other sister, uh, she dies. The Ach, so, so now, so now, so now Ruvain is a widower. The Ach Mesashlishi, and then afterwards Levi passes away. And the two, Yusha, the two women, uh, Levi's wife, let's call her Asnas, and Rachel, who was who was widowed from Shimon, her husband, and, and was misyapen by Levi, now both fall before Ruvain for the for the potential Yibmor Chalitza. They both are not requiring not the chitzon Yibmor. They marry wherever they please. Ha'achas one of them one of them one of them in this case Rachel in our example she was the wife of Ruvain when Shimon passed away. So the moment Shimon died and left Rachel as a widow, Ruvain couldn't do Yim because it was his wife's sister. That prohibition stands for all eternity, even though his wife, the sister, died. Just like it would be if his brother's wife, who was not alive at the time the older brother was born. So, even though normally when a person's wife passes away, he could marry the sister. Over here, though, we're saying he can't. Usually, a person's wife dies, and her sister's alive. You can marry the sister. You can't marry her while she's alive, you can't marry her. But when the she passes away, you could. Over here, we're saying you can't for some reason. Okay, for, I'm not sure why that, 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 that's the case. That's the case that we're saying. Right, so, but the same thing would apply to if a brother passes away, leaves a wife, he leaves a wife behind who needs even Mechalitza, and then the next day, the mother of, the, of, the, of these two, of, of the brothers, gives birth to a baby boy, another baby boy. That baby boy can't do Yibum because he wasn't alive at the time of the, 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 that the brother died. So because he has no obligation to do Yibum, he has the Isra of Eishasach. 
even though at the moment he divorces his wife that divorcing causes the person divorces their wife you can't marry their sister if you divorce your wife uh, your wife's sister is also you forever that Isser is revoked so to speak when he remarries her it's as if he never divorced her and she goes back to the state of where obviously you can't marry your wife's sister either when you're married to her but when the brother dies she was in a state of where where uh, whatever whatever was done by the divorce was undone. So therefore, it's a regular case of um, a regular case of Yibum um, Rechalitza. Yeah. Because remember, yeah, so you have two brothers married to two sisters. One of the brothers dies. Right? So the Shimon dies. And then Ruvain's wife dies. So Ruven can't do Yibam with Shimon's widow. Because the moment Shimon died, he couldn't do Yibam, so therefore he remains also to do Yibam forever because his wife's sister. But if, 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 if Ruven's wife doesn't die, Ruven divorces his wife, and then, then he remarries her, even though at the time he divorced her, the same is that, that applies of, of, of your wife's sister at that moment, but by remarrying her, that falls away. Therefore, if afterwards... Um, if afterwards Shimon passes away, um, so therefore he's allowed. He can do yibum. He can do yibum with the with his with the sister with the sister of his dead wife. Yud Gimel. Here we have a child, and her father marries her off. Now the father's right to do that. She's married. I'm an right? Then her husband divorces her and remarries her. So remember, 
Or the father married this, this young girl off to this guy. It was a biblical marriage, Manateda. The father could do that. He divorces her. Now she's like a, a person who has no father. And then he remarries her, but she's a minor. So it's, now it's a marriage which is less, less, you know, less potent, less solidified. It's in the only. He passes away. She's a, she's a Tana Katana still. So can the brother do even with her? The brother cannot do even with her. When the brother divorced her, that made her a full divorcee. So now she becomes his brother's divorcee. Can you marry your brother's divorcee? No. Because the father married her. And therefore, the, this, this, just like the marriage was a complete marriage, the divorce is a complete divorce. But the remarriage was, is a, not, a, not a real remarriage. So I'll to explain again. If you, have, if you have two brothers, and one of them, one of them gets married to a minor, and the father, the father to, a, to, a, to, a, to a child, and the father, the father is the one who marries her off. She's married, Manateda. Then he gives her a get. He gives the father a get for her. But he divorced her. Now she's divorced, Manateda. The, the, uh, the brother, now this, this young girl is his, wife, his brother's divorcee. So it is Manateda to marry her. Then the brother remarries her, who divorced her. But now that remarriage is not, a real, it's not the same level of remarriage because, because the remarriage that she does on her own, because she's out of her father's jurisdiction, she does it on her own. It's not the same, the same solid, the same solid thing, and therefore it's not like a regular case where a brother marries his wife, divorces, remarries, and then dies. And therefore we do yibmechalitza. Over here, the remarriage is not the same. So she remains the status of a divorcee, not a widow, not a And Therefore, you can't do yibm. You doubt. Who I didn't legalize and kachas. Same would apply if someone divorces a, uh, a guy divorces his wife. Then the guy has an accident. There's an explosion. He becomes a deaf. Or deaf mute, he gets sick. That he remarries her. So when he, he becomes the Pharisees, no? When they deliver I'm sorry, thank you. She becomes a Kharesha. She, she becomes a Kharesha, he remarries her. So remember, the, the marriage and the divorce of Mateda, the remarriage of the Darbonon, because she's a deaf mute now. And he dies away, and he leaves her as a widow with deaf mute. She has truly of him, she's also the Yavim, she ain't a chazim, especially neither requires no nor Yibum. Because um because the divorce is is Matera and the marriage the remarriage only the Rabbanon. The co-wife of this child or this Khereshes, who is Matera required Matera, sorry, forbidden to do Yibum. But the Rabbanon was married, so she she requires Khalitza Mid Rabbanon. Oh sorry. But Sarah's Khana Zu the co-wife of this guy, this guy's guy had two wives and he dies. He he leaves behind two widows, a regular wife. Or this child who remarried, or this deaf woman who remarried. So Chalitza is a bemes. She could give him or Chalitza. She could what? She could you give him or Chalitza. Why? Because the marriage to the the obligation to do yibum is not teira. The marriage of the, uh, but the marriage that the brother had to her was only the rabbanon. So. Um, Okay, so the, again, when the, when the brother remarried the the the, 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 the katana, that's only the rabbanon. But the, the other wife was married Manateda. so therefore that remarriage doesn't in, does, of this child, this of this nephew, does not impact the obligation to the adult of the, of the surviving brother. What if he remarried her when she was a katana or chereshes, but then a godly and then she grew up, became an adult, which means she's fully married to him, or she became healed, which means she's fully married to him, and then she died, and then the, the, the brother died, and so now he's behind two widows, both are healthy, normal adults, although one wasn't for a while. Either could or, do yibum, 
Because now it's a regular case where they revert back to the regular, regular status of the Hetzer. Tesvav. Shnei Achin, two brothers. And soon there's Achin, it's like a broken record player over here. Now it's two sisters. And both of them, for example, were children, right? These two brothers both married ch- children who, are, who, who could protest, do miyun, as we said, and dissolve the marriage by protesting, or they're both deaf mutes. In either case, the marriage on the Rabbanon. One of the brothers dies. That others, the, the sister, the surviving, the, 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 the widow, is not required to do Yibbur Chalitza. Because she's the wife of this, this, this the surviving brother, it's his wife's sister. I mean, we said before, it's, it's your wife's sister is an Isra Kars. There's no, there's no obligation of Yibmachal. It's not Bechal Chal. What if one was an adult and one was a child? The husband, the brother whose wife was, was seven years old, died, left behind a seven year old widow. The surviving brother has a 20 year old wife. Again, she's the wife of the surviving brother's sister. What happens if the, the, adult, the, the brother who has an adult wife, he dies? So now, should the, should the brother marry to the seven-year-old? On the one hand, she's the, wife of his, of his, she's the sister of his wife. On the other hand, they're not really married. Because only they're born to marry a child. So what do you do? To do Yibum, you're marrying your wife's sister. I mean, it's only your wife that I've born, but it's still your wife's sister, and it doesn't look appropriate. Not, to, but, but but he has to do something because Matayra, he has an obligation of you. Since since the, his his wife, his minor wife, his katana wife, is only the rabbanon, so the Matayra, the concept of you applies to the surviving widow who's an adult. So therefore, what do you do? Teach the child to say, "I don't want to be married to this person." The marriage is dissolved. This makes the adult permitted to be born with the surviving brother. Tezayin. Two brothers. They're both deaf mutes. And they're married to two perfectly normal women. Or both of us, for example, let's say both women are also deaf mutes. Or one was, one was deaf mute, one was not a deaf mute. The point is, is that one of these brothers, who's a deaf mute, um, is, is only married to... Um, Sorry, both the brothers are only, are only married with Rabbanon because they're both deaf mutes. Or the two sisters who are deaf mutes married to two brothers who are perfectly normal. They're both deaf mutes. One is deaf mute and one's not. Point is that here is not the case. The case is not where you have Reuven and Shimon who are brothers who are perfectly normal and healthy married to Rachel and Leh who are sisters perfectly healthy. That's not the case. One of these four people is a deaf mute which means one of the two marriages, one of the two unions is the Rabbanon. When one of the brothers dies, so the wife is part of because she is the sister of the surviving brother's wife. You can't marry your brother's wife. One of them is not a complete Nesuyan. So if they were both complete Nesuyan, we would say that Yibum, that's exactly the case. But, uh, sorry, if... if um, If they were both perfectly healthy, it would be a problem. Uh, right, sorry, the two, the two women are not sisters. I'm sorry, they're not sisters. No, they are sisters. Sorry, I was wrong. No, they are sisters. See, if they're both perfectly healthy, if they're both perfectly healthy, there's no yibum because, or chalitza, because it's the sister of your wife. So why do we care over here? Why do we care over here if 
um, as one's a deaf mute, because since since one of the marriages only the rabbanon. So he's saying neither of them is a complete marriage, right? One of them one of them is is not complete. So for example, the brother if, if so what's Ah, okay. Here's the point. Obviously if they're both perfectly healthy and normal, it's a sister of his of a, it's a sister of his it's a sister of his wife. But what happens so 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 but next Allah will contrast that with what if one of the marriages was midrabon because one of the partners in the marriage was deaf mute, and the other marriage, both people were healthy. Then it's not so pashit. Then we have a drabanon marriage against the ibn Atayra, if, if one of the brothers dies. So that's where it gets. But because that's not the case, because that's not the case, because both of these unions, one of the partners is is a deaf mute, so both marriages midrabanon. So it's so so they're all equal status. So whoever is the widow is the sister. Of the surviving brother's wife, so you can't be finished. You're dying. Shnei achin two brothers. Ech bekech, ech elcherish. One is perfectly normal, and one is deaf mute. The sunnah shnei achis pikchais, and they're married to two normal sisters. Oy achis pikchav achis cheshes. So very bekech asir eshel pikch. Or the point, or even even if one is deaf, one is deaf mute, but one is not a deaf mute. The normal healthy adult brother is married to a normal healthy adult woman. The other union, one of the two partners, or even both of them. Are not healthy. Not, uh, one's a deaf mute. So now we have a, a regular marriage, Matera. We have another marriage of the other brother, which is only the Rabbanonic marriage. Meis HaCherish and the brother who's a deaf mute, he dies. So she's, <laughs> she's a Rabbanonic widow. So then uh, the brother, who, the surviving brother who's married to a healthy normal woman, he, he, we, say to, we say to him that you don't have to be Mechalitza. Um, I'll, I'll show you from the she's not, to, not obligated to be Mechalitza because he's the wife, she's the wife, she's the sister of his wife. wife. What if the healthy normal brother dies? So, so now we have surviving the other brother. So now the surviving brother is looking at his sister in law, his, his, his sister in law who's widowed for Yibum. The problem is he's married to the Rabbanon to her sister. So, 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 since the marriage of the widow to the normal person was a real marriage, and her connection, the potential connection of Yibum to this surviving brother is deaf mute, is a real Zika, because remember, you can do Yibum if you're deaf mute. You can't, you can't do Chalitza, you can do Yibum. And his current wife is not really married to Matera because he's deaf mute. Because uh, 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 even a deaf mute can't do marriage, doesn't have the, the, the Kavana and the intelligence, but Yibum doesn't require intelligence. So a deaf mute or, or a Cherish could do Yibum. He can't do Nesuyan. So his marriage is only the Rabbanon. It's not real. But the Nesuyan potential is Israel. This Cherish has to divorce his wife who's married to the Rabbanon with a get. Because of the real connection to this, to this widow. So he, he can't be married to two sisters. So he's married to his wife in the Rabbanon. He's associated with her sister by virtue of the terror obligation to do Yibum potentially. That requ- makes his current wife usher on him. She has to divorce her. And the wife the sort of the um, the uh, the widow who was married to the to the, to the regular intelligent person is also to get married to anybody forever. The surviving brother can't marry her. He was married to her sister. The surviving brother who's a cherish can't do chalitza to her. He's a cherish. See, she's an aguna. 
right? Famous Ma'as Tzedek, right? You have, you have, if, you have, if you have a surviving brother who's a, who's a, who's a cotton, let's say, you have to wait till he becomes a bar mitzvah. If he's a cherish, you have to wait till he becomes healed. If he never gets healed, she can never get remarried. Yud ches. Question mark. Why do we make a decree that the cherish has to divorce his wife? Because we're saying he has to divorce his wife. Oh, because he had a, a potential obligation to the surviving sister, so he, his wife, is now the sister of this. He's now, he can't marry, he's marry to his wife anymore. Since when do you, keep, do you have to force a cherish to keep it there? He's not, he's not obligated in it. Just like a child is not, you have to, to, to prevent him from eating non-kosher food. The bezin doesn't have an obligation to do so. The parents have an obligation of chinuch, let's say, the father specifically. Well, uh, the father's obligation to, to teach him Torah. He also has an obligation to the Rabbana, certainly possible Matera, to train him in performing mitzvahs. So why are we not letting this cherish get married to his wife? He's not mochir even keeping mitzvahs and refraining from others. Amr Chum the Chum said, if let him stay with his wife, we're worried that his that his sister, who uh, who who can't get even mechalitza. Or sorry, his sister who can't have chalitza from him and who we're preventing from getting yibum from him, since he's married to her sister, is going to go marry uh, marry whoever she wants. The yibum people are going to say, oh, nifter mishum achashisha, she can marry if she wants. Uh, sorry, we'll say they'll say that 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 um, that uh, the reason why she married whoever she wanted is because she was the sister of his of the cheresh's wife. And that's a problem because it's not really true because since. Um, since the, 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 the surviving brother's wife was only married to Midar Banan, that, that doesn't let the surviving, the, 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 the widow, go marry whoever she wants. Therefore, we make him divorce her. This makes it clear that the sister is a divorcee from the Cheresh, and that obviously prevents the, uh, the Cheresh from marrying her, making that very clear, because now she's, she's it's Aches Ishtai. And it also prevents her from marrying whoever she wants because um, she didn't have chalitza. So no one's going to say, oh, let this woman marry whoever What's she wants. the wa-. problem? The problem is, is that we're going to think, oh, because this cherish is married to her sister, when she passed yeah. away and she became a widow, she had no obligation to give him a chalitza. Let her marry whoever she wants. That's not true, though, because the marriage to the cherish is only with the Rabbana. It doesn't help her marry whoever okay. she wants. Right? Therefore, 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 by divorcing his wife, it becomes clear that she... They have a good Yeah, exactly. Okay, you test. Two intelligent brothers married to two sisters. One of the sisters is normal. One of the brothers married a deaf mute. The husband married to a deaf mute woman dies. She can marry whoever she wants because she's the sister of the surviving brother's wife. However, if the husband marries a normal woman dies, and now you have the normal brother whose wife is deaf mute, and you have and now he's looking at his sister-in-law and he's again the same problem because he has to both people. His wife is married married to This woman is a shaykh So uh, over over here, it's the woman who's the cherish. The same principle we have in the halacha Um 
So, he has to divorce the wife of the get. She requires chalitza. He's a bekech. He could do chalitza. So, it's required. The previous case, when the brother-in-law is a cherish, he can't do chalitza. Here, the brother-in-law is normal. The wife is the one who's a cherish. He could do chalitza. Chaf. Two brothers. One is a one is a bekeach, and one is a deaf mute. The cherish and the brother who's a cherish must have been very wealthy because he had two wives who are perfectly normal. One of them is an erva on their on the normal brother. Let's say it's his wife's sister or the, or, or his wife's uh, or, or or it's his own daughter. Let's say let's say it's his own daughter. So so Ruvain, the normal the normal normal uh, brother has a daughter. His brother Shimon, who's a deaf mute, marries his niece, Ruvain's daughter, and he also has another wife. Now, Mesa Cheresh, and then the nephew dies. Shteim Pturis Akaponim. Both are Potter from Yibum in, either, in any event. Obviously, one of them can't do Yibum, one of them can't do Yibum with Ruvain because it's his, it's his own daughter. See my example. In this if the marriage to the Erva, if, you know, if Shimon, as a deaf mute, married to Ruvain's, the woman who's an Erva on Ruvain, Ruvain's daughter, if that, if that was a real marriage, a co-wife who is widowed simultaneously with the brother's erva, we said before, is off the hook just like she is. Just like, Ru- just like Ruven can't do even with his own daughter, he can do even with his daughter's co-wife. That's, that's, that's why they're both part of the Yimuchitza. Or alternatively, if we don't consider it a real marriage, then, then, then the whole marriage is not is a joke, he's deaf mute. So his marriage isn't real, Michlal. So whichever way you look at it, whichever way you look at it, the both are part of Yimuchitza, they can marry whoever they want. If a person had a daughter who was a deaf mute, and his daughter married his brother, right? His brother married his niece, who's normal. The same thing as the co wife requires chalitza, not yibum. Sorry, if the, in this case, the daughter, the woman was a cheresh, was a chereshes. So again, Ruven had a daughter who was a deaf mute, not a brother. Uh, and his brother married his deaf mute niece, and he also had another wife. And then Shimon dies. So Ruvain obviously can't do Yibam with his deaf mute daughter. So, but her co wife needs to require Chalitza. Not Yibam, obviously. Because the marriage to a Cheresh is not complete. And therefore, he can't do Yibum because there's is a sort of a marriage, a quasi marriage. She, she sort of, she sort of, she, she sort of, she sort of shared a shared her uh, husband with this uh, deaf mute girl, but she does she does require chlitza though because the marriage is is not complete. Uh, if it had been a complete marriage, she would be complete. That she'd be a co-wife to a deaf mute, but since it's a quasi marriage, she requires chlitza. It's as if you might say Ruvain. Um, you might say that the fact that Ruvain's own daughter, who's a deaf mute, was married to Shimon, is irrelevant. So there's a regular, it's almost like it doesn't exist to a certain perspective because she's a deaf mute. So her marriage is not, it's not real. Man, so it's a regular case where Shimon, the brother, dies, leaves a widow. Ruvain has to do yibum we, we don't let him do yibum though because his own daughter was a co-wife. His own daughter, but his daughter was a deaf, was a deaf mute though. Therefore, we require we, we don't let him do yibum. Therefore, sorry, therefore we require chalitza rather than just letting her go off scot free. If she, they are both perfectly normal, as soon as Shimon dies, both widows, uh, one of them, are, both, both, both widows here are, are, are widowed at the same time, one of them is Ruvain's own daughter, so he can't do Yibam or Chalitza, he can't do Yibam, there's no Chim and Chalitza, and the other daughters are scot free as well. But the problem is that his own daughter is a Cheresh, so it kind of puts it in, 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 uh, in limbo. Chav Beis. 
Whenever we say two sisters, the point is it's relevant if it's two sisters, a mother and a daughter, a mother and a granddaughter. The point is in that verb when you say two sisters, that both these are two women who are ervous with each other. You can't marry both of them simultaneously. You can't marry two sisters. That's against the Torah. You can't marry a mother and a daughter. You can't marry a mother and a granddaughter. At the same point. We say the sister of his wife or the sister of his yivama. a sister or a mother or a daughter. The point is, again, the point is, is that it's another woman who he's, not, he's in erva based on the fact that he married Rachel. He can't marry Leah because Leah is Rachel's sister or Rachel's daughter or Rachel's mother or Rachel's grandmother or Rachel's granddaughter. It's irrelevant. It's all the same point. Okay.